Hello, saints, sons of the Most High God, family, friends, and even strangers. Uh, this is Annette coming to you from the great state of Florida. I'm the youth pastor at my church here in Florida, and I've been asked to share some encouragement, some thoughts from the Lord. This is Voices. This is something that's done on a regular basis in the Saints Network. And I know part of it's to give a little bit of different perspective from the different um, houses that are part of the Saints Network. And even within the house, the different members of the body of each of those houses. Everyone has a little bit different perspective because of how they were raised and even how God created them. Uh, how he created each of you and what he's placed within each of us to accomplish his goals here on earth. So here I am today, wanting to talk to you about the KISS theory, or maybe it's not a theory, but the KISS. Keep it simple, saints. I have been, uh, like most of you, um, working my way through the things that God has revealed from our last conference which were really dynamic, very, very much deep and, and depth finding within my heart and soul. And I keep talking to the Lord saying, okay, how does this, how does this work? I need you to get my mind over here where your heart is, get my heart over here where your heart is, get myself aligned with what you're doing. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to be able to change. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to change for the good, for the tobe of the Lord, for his purpose. And, it, and it's, it's, it's amazing to be a part of that in this day and hour. But you know, and maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, so maybe I'll just talk to myself and you guys listen in. You know... <laughs> I feel, I feel and hear voices around me that are some of them from TV, it's the world, from TV or the news or Twitter or radio. I don't watch a lot of TV, but so it's mostly Twitter and, and uh, radio that I hear when I get in the car and things along those lines. You know, I, I, I like to read, I like to read the news, try to find those places that just tell me what the news is and not what their opinion is about the news, which you know is sometimes hard to find in the United States of America. But there's a lot of voices that are going on, a lot of things that are being thrown at me, I'm going to say that, thrown at me just, just as I walk, even just walk through my house. And I am almost seem like at times I'm constantly battling, you know, my mind because it's, it's the fleshly mind, it's the world around me kind of voices that are speaking to try to cause me to go to the left or even to the right. And instead of staying on that straight path, narrow path of the Lord. Now, mind you, when I say straight, narrow path of the Lord, that doesn't mean that I'm going in a straight line, though I am in a straight line to the heaven, to heaven, to his throne. I go where I see his face move. We need to go where we see his face pointing, moving, where his voice is whispering or speaking loudly to us, where we're sitting at the right hand and he drops that word 
into us. We're, we're there in intercession. That's where, obviously, that's where I want to be. And that's sometimes as simple as I have to keep it. I have to keep it that simple. Or I might be overwhelmed by all that's going on around me. So the Father would led me to a scripture in Psalms 119. So there'll be two verses out of 119. And it, you know, it's one of those fun things. It's the longest book in the Bible. It's right in the... Uh, okay, well, Psalm 119.15 has a great place that I want to, that I would like to start. This, this is, this is my starting point of keeping it simple when things become overwhelming to me. Psalm 119.15 says, I will meet, meditate on thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will meditate on thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. When I look at that word so I will meditate it's all one word but when you look at the word meditate it it means what you think okay on the on the surface it means to ponder I mean it means what you think it means to um to 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 muse to 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 wonder out loud to have a conversation even with yourself with oneself as you meditate on you know and that's the next part of the of the sentence so when, when we as saints meditate, we are pondering and we are conversing, not necessarily with oneself, we are conversing with the Father and, and even in an, an allowed fashion. So just speaking, uh, I, I, could e I would even uh, argue that meditating would include diversity of tongues as we meditate on the precepts that, that mandate of God that has been given, that has been spoken, that we've been shown even in scripture, that this is all part of, I will meditate on thy mandates, the mandates of the Father, the mandates of, of God in what he's doing now. Is it always related to just me? No. It's related to the kingdom of God in all the earth. He uses us, no matter where we are located, to do his kingdom business here on earth as it's being done in heaven. We are those people. We are the conduit through which the Father speaks and we release into the natural realm and the spiritual realm. I like the spiritual realm a lot. And the spiritual realm, what the Father's doing. And, and even as I'm saying this, my, my heart is saying, I'm not going to stop doing this. I am not going to stop meditating on the mandates of God. I am not going to stop pondering, conversing with the Father, speaking aloud as I am right now even to to I'm not going to I'm not going to stop putting forth myself. I'm not going to stop speaking. I'm going to I'm going to do these things on the mandates of God, on those appointed moments, appointed concepts appointed releasing the spirit i will meditate on thy precepts the second part of that sentence keeping it simple and have respect unto your ways having respect that's the word not bad you may have studied this yourself but i you know looking at it and in a little bit more depth at least for this thing just I've been looking at it. 
when you see this concept of the nabat, you see the definition, and, and it means to scan, to look intently at. And even goes on to talk about regarding something, a situation, whatever, a person, with pleasure or favor or care to regard. When I think about that, I'm like, oh, this is not just a, a quick glance over there. I go, ah, okay. And, you know, it's interesting. Even so, like the word respect to us, the word respect in the English language does not mean to look at intently, at least not as I was growing up. It, it means something that you see and you say yes or no, sir. Something you hear, something you understand that needs to have my utmost um, my utmost respect, my utmost um, devotion, my utmost understanding of what that is. Yeah, that could play in here. But the word nabat doesn't, doesn't have that as a definition. So I wanted to look and see if there was another place that this word respect was used in Scripture just to see, you know, find that connection. Look at the big picture, which I, I like to do as a, as a teacher seer. That's, that's one of those characteristics that, that God places within you when you see something, but then you take a step back and you want to see the bigger picture. You want to see where else this word is used in, in Scripture to give you some, some reference back here to Psalm 119, chapter 15. Well, I found this word used in the story of, of Lot and Sodom and Gomorrah. And when he was warned to not look behind. You know, that, that word look is the word nabat. Can you believe that? That that word that's translated respect, have respect in Psalm 119 is the same as the word, you know, look. And you, you, you see these things and you're like, oh, Okay, I thought, you know, I'm thinking. I try not to think sometimes, but it does come into play, huh? Um, you know, I'm thinking, you know, Lot and and his wife, man, they're booking it out of Sodom and Gomorrah. They're they're headed for the hills. They're headed for the mountains. They're they're just headed away from this place that's full of all kinds of not nice stuff. I'm just gonna say perverted, etc. Not nice stuff. And the simple command, it was a simple command to just not look. It was it was simple. Don't look behind you. Just keep going. And we have so many sayings that, 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 that go along with that concept of, you know, don't look back. Only look forward. You know, looking back, it's, it's no good. It gets, it gets you nowhere. All the, the different things people say. But when you look at the definition in, in here of this, of this word, nabat, you see that when Lot's wife looked back, she was looking back, she was looking intently. She was looking at this place as though it was a place of great pleasure and favor, a place that, that maybe she even thought took care of her. I'm not sure what her thought process was, but you, you look at that, it wasn't just a glance. It wasn't just a quick a quick look over and go oh you know you know out of your out of the corner of your eye or even that that sideways glance that you give people sometimes when you don't like what they're saying or maybe like don't like what they're doing, but this is a this is a different this is a different concept. This is a a, a different definition where it's to look intently at, to regard, you know, in a pleasing fashion, to regard in a favorable fashion, or even to regard in a in a caring fashion. And that 
applied in this scripture in Psalm 119.15 makes way more sense to me because I want to look, scan, I want to look intently at. I don't even want to use the word scan right now. I want to look intently at. I want to regard in a pleasing fashion, in a in a in a in a favor, in a care type concept of the road, the path, that the place in which we travel, that 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 way of life that God has given us, that God has said, "You are my son. Follow. Go in this direction. Give me all that you are. Lay it all down at my feet. Even if you think you have." Check it out. Do it one more time. Keep it simple. I will meditate on your precepts, Father, and I will have respect for your ways. Psalm 119, verse 115, way later in the chapter, obviously, it says this. It says, Depart from me, you evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Wow. I will keep the commandments of my God. Depart from me, you evildoers. You can look at the scripture. You see how the Hebrew words are, are put in there. And then how the English, the guys in English translated it. The bottom line is we're going to turn off or turn aside from doing or being a part of any twisted purpose that the enemy has brought about to stop. God and his people and the kingdom of God. That's what we're going to do. And then we're going to keep the commandments from the heart of the father. And it's not just the 10 commandments, the 10 commandments we all grew up with, right? Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt. I mean, used to know them all by heart, grew up Catholic. 10 commandments were very important. It's the, it's commandments from God. So it could be those, those commandments that he gives us at his throne. It could be, you know, uh, the, the, the edict or the, the, the release, the prophetic word that he gives us. We're going to follow, keep those, I'm sorry, keep those commandments. The word keep, to guard, to watch, to watch over. That's more than just the Ten Commandments. It's, it's more than just what's, what's written in God's word, which is... The Logos, it's, it can be the rhema words from the Father that he gives us. And, and I know this, when you look at the word commandments, the word mitzvah, and you follow it, you can see where it goes, and you, it, where, where it goes, meaning any root words to that, and it roots to the concept of giving orders, of giving charge to, of an appointment or, or something ordained. And you see how that works in with when, when I say God gives us commandments at his, at his right hand. God gives us his commands as we, as we, as we are face to face with him in intercession, in prayer. He speaks and we do. He speaks and, and we listen and then we keep, we guard over those words. We watch over those words. We, we keep those words. That's the life of a son. That's the life of a, prof a prophetic um, son. That's the life of, of, of prophecy. If you're a prophet, and I declare over those that you're listening to me that you will understand the concept of being with the Father 
hearing what he's saying and releasing those words as he directs, releasing those words into, into the earth and all the earth, into the spirit realm of all the earth, into, the, into all the earth. It sounds amazing and wild and crazy and more than you can bear, but it's not. We're going to keep it simple, saints. That's how we're going to get through. We're going to meditate on his mandates. We are going to uh, intently look intently at and, and regard in a pleasing fashion and with favor and with care because of the Father those things on his way, on his path, on his road, our road as sons. We're going to depart from any evil doing. We're going to depart from any bad evil. If you want to make it that simple, you can. But we're going to depart and not participate in any twisted purpose. We're not going to be twisted purpose, allow it reside in with us, reside in us. We're not going to do twisted purpose. We're going to follow the toe of the Lord. And we're going to keep, we're going to guard, we're going to watch over the commandments of the Father. Those that we can read in black and white and red, red and white, whatever it is in your Bible. But also any of the commandments that he gives us from his throne. He will give us charge over. We will watch over. We will guard. We will keep those words. There you go. I hope that's encouraging. It's encouraging to me. This is how I'm making it through. I have to keep it simple right now. Do this, do this, do this, do this. It's like voices, thunders, lightnings, and earthquakes. It's the same concept. Fourfold progression on keeping it simple, saints. Father, thank you for this word, and thank you for being sovereign and over all the earth. We love you. I love you. Thank you for this amazing life that you have granted me, granted us. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.